Hi, and welcome to DaVita Leadership Insights, a weekly podcast for DaVita teammates who want to become a better leader, both personally and professionally. I'm Doug Miller, a master coach and DaVita University faculty member. And I'm Grace Berman, a senior director with DaVita University. Today, we continue the conversation on feedback with Ray Follett, a group vice president supporting kidney care operations in the Northwest U.S. and Northern California, and also the National Biomed team. We will talk about how to effectively receive feedback, which I must say has been a tougher skill for me to build than even giving feedback. Welcome, Ray. Hi, Doug. Great to be here. Yeah, it's it's so good to have you here. And um, the reason that you came to mind for this episode is that my interactions and working with you over the years, I've come to learn that if I'm going to work with Ray, I better be ready to give him some feedback because he's going to be asking for it when we're done working together. So you've really built this uh, um, track with me of, of doing that and this reputation with me of doing that. Where did that come from? So if I think about the habit to ask or receive feedback, um, I mean, it must have started somewhere. But if I trace back to one of the earlier uh, points of my career where I felt like um, I was really intentional about asking for feedback, it probably came where one of my first real jobs out of college, I was, um, and you can envision this, I'm a bright-eyed and bushy-tailed analyst, um, excited on my first week in my new job at a consulting firm in Boston, Massachusetts, and and um, sitting with the team on one of the first weeks, we were kicking off a project, and I um, uh, and I'm I'm, I'm a pretty curious-minded guy, and I I asked um, what probably was a dumb question at the time, which was, "What is a copay?" They were oh, talking wow. about <laughs> they were yeah. talking about some healthcare stuff, and I yeah. had not really. Um, been that exposed so to it. and When they say there's no stupid questions, that's not true. There were some stupid... <laughs> I found out there's probably a few stupid questions. <laughs> uh, or, what or, happened? Uh, and, you know, I think immediately in the room, it seemed like things shut down and there's sort of this... Uh, I had the feeling, and maybe I'm sensitive, like, hey, who hired this guy, right? And so I'm starting to pick up that read in the room and I and, um, and things kind of lost energy and they said, okay, well, there's a couple next steps and then the, the meeting adjourned and... and um, one of uh, the, the managers that kind of had pulled me aside and was like, hey, we should spend a little more time together and um, yeah, I maybe get suggest some reading and, and uh, yeah, you can uh, sort of, that was a really basic question. I, I'm worried about you. Right, <laughs> and, right, right. His underlying messages, <laughs> you be, like, yeah, you better study up a little bit. Yeah, so I, I guess I had the, I took a couple things away. That's kind of a hard um, start. Um, felt like, gosh, I gotta be careful about how I ask questions uh, in that setting and have to manage that more carefully, I guess, or more sensitive to that. But I, um, I also, uh, from that point on, I mean, I, I recognize I had a need, right? It was really hmm. abundantly clear to me. It was made clear to me. And then I, ha- I felt it like, hey, I'm either new or I've got a lot to learn and I have that mindset. And, um, uh, and so I, I did intentionally seek out more, um, uh, just feedback after interactions to see how I was showing up. And if you fast forward a year, um, I do remember a distinct conversation I had with my uh, my boss um, who, um, and it didn't go well. I think it was what we would call a PDR. 
And like PDR is a per performance review. Like an annual yeah. review, like an yeah. annual performance review saying, hey, this is how the last year's went or in your first year, how's it been going? And, and uh, at that time, the economy wasn't doing great. And there's actually layoffs out in consulting and banking um, in the industry. And even there's... Um, there was somebody I'd worked with was has gotten laid off, and 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 so in this conversation, it wasn't necessarily a um, something said, but there's this burden that I was carrying, which is like, oh my gosh, like I want to keep my job, and and I remember this conversation with um, with my boss, and and he just has said, hey, you know, you haven't met my expectations. We hired you. We had we were excited about the potential, and we just haven't seen um, some of the analytics that we were expecting or just some of the way that you've shown up hasn't been there and he gave a few ex specific examples and so you know I uh, it, it did kind of rock me to the core and it got me uh, kind of in a place of man I really I've got to really get my needs met here I, I really need to help and um, and luckily in the moment I, I I had composed myself and then I kind of just came back and in a pretty genuine way I said, what do you, what is your advice for me? What feedback could you give me? How can I, how can I meet these expectations? Yeah. And we talked some more specifics and, um, and then he kind of stepped back and it is actually an area of strength for him, what he was giving me feedback around. And he gave me three or four different things to do, um, to, to practice and to do better. And, um, and so from that point on, I got into this regular, cadence of, hey, how'd that go? Hey, after this thing, uh, was that better, uh, what you pointed out before? And, and the specificity and the frequency um, really did help me. And I, I actually thrived the next year. And he recommended uh, me when I wanted to go back to grad school. And we're good friends to this day. And it was sort of a turnaround. And I, I attribute that to this moment of, of um, getting into a better groove in those that I work with and asking for feedback. Wow, that's a really powerful illustration of feedback. You kept your job. I, <laughs> I kept my job. Kept I job. actually that's succeeded in my job. <laughs> Number one thing, keep your job. Yeah. Oh, good. All right. And so I heard a couple of things there that really helped you be successful with that feedback. Number one is asking for it. You know, asking for it first is kind of that first big step. And I, I can't even imagine being in that type of conversation where you're hearing, oh, this is the you're not the best fit conversation for this job. And that has to be a tough pill to swallow. And then being able to come back from it, not from being a being defensive, oh, well, hey, I've done this, this, and this, but actually staying curious and trying to improve yourself rather than prove yourself. So improve yourself rather than prove yourself in that moment and asking for feedback. And then the second part I heard is that not only do you have to hear the feedback, but you need to internalize the feedback, which it sounds like you did, to try and do those things that, that he suggested for you to do to improve yourself. Yeah, and you know, I would say this. Gratefully, this man, this supervisor, this leader, um, approached me about it yeah. and would give me direct feedback. I can imagine a scenario where that wouldn't have happened and I could have just been one number <laughs> one employee number getting a pink slip or something like that, right? Yeah. So in some regards, I, I want to honor that. And then, um, and it does take that uh, willingness for somebody to be courageous and give you feedback, even if there's a different power dynamic like like existed then. It, there there could have been an easy path out. Um, but yeah, you say two parts of the to, to feedback. I think 
um, to me, feedback is inherently a conversation and it's, it involves your relationship. And um, so there's, I think, elements of trust and intent play a really important role. I, um, I think I, some of the most powerful feedback and some of the hardest feedback might be from those that are really close to you that you trust, but they actually observe you the closest and have the best feedback typically, right? And so how do you make sure that you have open channels of communication within, you know, you, you can think of like a work relationship or even a marriage relationship or, or friends and family, you know? Um, and, and I think you can stimulate a lot higher quality, uh, more frequent and intentional feedback just by asking and opening the channel. Um, and what, how do you, um, I mean, I think that that's uh, a key right there in terms of when you're asking for it. And then how do you navigate in, in this, um, either not taking it personally or getting defensive? How do you, how do you navigate in when you're in that space of internalizing it? Um, I, I think some of, so we all operate in our head and our heart. I, I do. And um, in some, some settings, I'm probably more naturally in one or the other. But um, I, I think great feedback has elements of both. And I think when I, I try to, in the moment, just listen carefully, not argue, um, and even thank people afterwards. And then when you have some time, uh, you know, let your heart process that and then get it into your head and try to break it down and then just simplify to one or two things that you're really going to do or behaviors that you're really committed to changing on. And, and, and it's easy. I always use this analogy of you have to have a, a medium thickness of skin. <laughs> this, is, this is something I... Oh, medium. Why medium? Why medium? <laughs> because I, I've, I've seen... Um, situations where people have a real thin skin around feedback and it's easy to get emotive or emotional or to be offended or to shut down or to be hurt and and um, even if there was good intent and then I see the opposite which is people have too thick of skin which is I'm trying to give them feedback they can't hear anything I'm saying and I'm trying really hard and so um, I think great leaders at DeVita have humility and have open uh, mind and ears to hear um, not only what's said, but not said, and not get too shaken and rattled by it. You know, and you have to have this kernel of self-confidence that says, hey, I'm actually, you know, I'm a good person. I'm trying real hard. I probably do a lot of really, really good things. Here's one thing that somebody says that I should improve on, and it doesn't mean I'm a failure. Right? Yeah. So I have some, I'm, I'm, I'm confident in my own skin. And so again, if, if you have too thin a skin, it's easy to just maybe get angry at somebody or not respond well. And if you, if you have too thick a skin, you won't hear it. Yeah. I love, I love that, that what you're talking about in terms of taking some time to process it. Um, and I think that oftentimes, at least when I found myself taking something feedback personally, I haven't taken that time and I've just, I'm just reacting in the moment. Yeah. And I, I like how you talk about having to find that sweet spot of skin thickness. Is that, is that the right way to say it? <laughs> but um, how did you find that sweet spot for yourself? How did you end up building the habit of just enough thickness of skin so that it's not destroying you and the feedback's not destroying you and that you're still able to absorb it? Well, <clears throat> I mean, it, it starts with this, it, it, at some point, having a 
comfort level of who you are and what you're able to do and having some self-confidence. Um, I think you also, um, I mean, beyond just having ears to listen, but I think when you create an environment where people feel comfortable sharing and you create early on in the relationship, um, you know, the expectation, Doug shared earlier that, that um, I tend to do that. And I think it, since I do that often enough, Doug now knows that I probably actually don't even have to ask Doug. Um, he'll say, oh, Ray might ask me, so I'm going to pay attention. I'm going to give him some feedback afterwards, right? And so it just sort of builds this culture, this environment um, where um, it's conducive and people trust that when, when Doug says, hey, Ray, I think you could have presented better in this way, Doug and I are still cool after that. Right? How, do you, how do you do that, ask for feedback frequently without somebody thinking that you're just asking for praise? Because I feel sometimes when I'm asking people for feedback, I get this, you know, look like, oh, she wants me to tell her she did a great job. She's fishing. And that's not what I, yeah, I'm not fishing. <laughs> fishing. I like it. I really don't want to fish for a compliment, but I think they're afraid to hurt my feelings and, and tell me something tough for me to hear where I'm like, yeah, give me that tough thing to hear so that I can get better. So here's a suggestion. <clears throat> if instead of saying, hey, how did I do? If you're really specific, mm. say I'm, I, uh, I've heard that I tend to, when I present, not make eye contact. So the next time I present, uh, Doug, when you can, could you just watch this specific thing and um, give me some feedback afterwards on how that went. That's something I'm working on. It opens the door, gives him some, something really specific to look for. Um, the other element in, in, in besides specificity is actually asking before you do something. So people have time to watch, observe, be intentional. So you're not ambushing them afterwards, right? Mm, um, yeah, and, yeah. and that sounds like maybe a fishing trip. But you say, right. hey, actually, I, um, this is part of my development plan. Um, I'm going to do this. I know you're going to be in the same room. Can you watch for this specific thing? They do that. You talk to them afterwards. They know you're serious. They can tell you're intentional. They have time to gather the thoughts. The, the, the quality of feedback isn't shooting from the hip. It's, it's, um, it's a lot more um, prepared and, and grounded by examples. Yeah, I love it. Oh, yeah. It's really helpful. The other thing I would say that I've experienced, Ray, is that that it's a conversation, that we get into a, a dialogue and you, you know, we go back and forth and you ask some probing questions. I might tentatively throw something out there like, I don't know, does Ray really want to hear this? And then you ask a question that makes me know that, uh, you know, and trust that you really want to hear what I have to say. There's, a, there's also a difference between receiving feedback and accepting feedback. So this isn't to say that I wouldn't um, do everything that Doug tells me I need to do, but it's also okay to, to receive feedback. And you, I, I heard and I, I, I understand that. And as I'm reflecting, either, wow, there's too much there. I, I can't do it all. I'm just going to pick one thing and I'm going to accept that one thing. Or, yeah, you know, that feedback is different than maybe what I have heard elsewhere. Or, you know, I, 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 I'm in control of that and I can... Um, I can, through my my own interpretation and work, decide what to accept. Yep. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, um, Doug has has shared with me. I hope it's okay that I share this, Doug. Uh -oh. Doug doesn't like to give feedback to people <laughs> because he is so afraid of of uh, making them feel bad. 
And and I think that's that's such a you know a sweet way to look at it. And also sometimes maybe he he's not speaking up all the times that he he might want to. And so for you, Ray, I have noticed that just in our you know prep for this interview, that Doug has shared so much feedback with you as a guest in preparing for this, and it's more than I've noticed in the past with other guests. So you've really put him in that zone. I mean, you've done a very, <laughs> you've really been successful in creating that environment. And I just have to say that I've, I've definitely noticed it. So you've created an advocate for your development, man. Look at this. You this have. is great. Isn't that cool? Feedback from yeah. left and right. D- um, Doug seems so comfortable <laughs> with it now. But you know, this is where <clears throat> I think, like I said, feedback is a relationship. And so I, my advice is early in a relationship, check in on how it's going, right? Don't, I mean, if I had to wait till, or if Doug had to wait till I'm a complete disaster uh, in doing something and and he has to whack me over the head, it's super painful for him and for me. Nobody loves that, right? But but if I'm very early on in, in the relationship, asking or teeing that up or making it easy and then even showing um, that, I, that I heard and I listened and I'm accepting it, I'm applying it, he sees that, he feels valued, he feels more, you know, uh, encouragement to do it in the future. Um, and so it becomes a little bit more as a part of the conversation, part of the relationship, not some, some big intervention. Yep. Yeah, love yep. it. Awesome. Well, um, it's that time in the episode. Unfortunately, this was flown by for me around. <laughs> it really um, what's one practical tip, Ray, that you would uh, share with our listeners that they can go out and try right away? Well, I think tell someone in advance that you're going to ask them for feedback. You know, say it's before a presentation or a physician meeting or before you put uh, a string a machine. And so they're watching and then ask for the feedback, then say thank you. Don't argue, don't ambush people. And then uh, as you do that, share one specific thing you want them to watch for and it'll allow them to provide better examples that tie to behaviors you're trying to change. And then it makes it a conversation, maybe even a habit. It'll take some of the anxiety out for both of you. And when you do that enough, it's this virtual cycle. People just know that you're gonna ask and then they're always in your corner trying to help you with feedback. Yeah, I like that asking first that you're going to be asking for asking before you ask for the feedback. Yeah. That's great. I love it. Thank you so much, Ray, for joining us. Really appreciate it. It's my great pleasure. I appreciate this. You guys, it's fun. Thanks. Oh, Doug, that was an inspiring conversation with Ray. Sure was. Really appreciate his tip at the end. Tell someone beforehand, you know, tell them in advance that you're looking for very specific feedback. Then after that thing happens, ask for the feedback and say, thanks. So, so simple that we don't, we don't do that. Tell someone in advance that you're going to ask for feedback and then just ask for it. I'm tempted to ask you for feedback on how I share this next thing. <laughs> I'll be sure to listen. Okay, great. So it's my turn to uh, follow up on what, uh, what I tried from the last episode with Mary Beth. And her tip was to find someone who I wanted to give feedback to and then make sure that I articulated the facts and then that I also articulated the actions uh, or uh, um, the impact on me or my team. So um, you've inspired me, Grace, in, in many ways, and I dug deep on this one. And, um, and I actually went to uh, a senior leader and shared uh, some pretty, it was, it was, it, it took some courage to share this uh, lingering um, 
this lingering thing in my head around uh, something that had happened. And to be able to very clearly articulate um, this is the behavior and what you did. And I, I could tell that by articulating that so clearly, it gave me permission to be really open and honest and transparent around um, how it left me feeling. And um, I'm a little blown away that I was able to actually say what I said in that in that conversation in terms of the impact. Oh, wow. I, I know that's tough for you, Doug. I know we just talked about that in this episode for you to give feedback. So I'm, um, I'm really impressed that you did that. And tell me, would you be willing to, to say what, what happened afterwards? Um, it was, yeah, it was really cool. I mean, the thing that's always... Um, that I'm learning by as I lean in in these ways is that um, my worst fear, the the direct opposite of it always happens. So oh, my worst good. fear that we've talked about is that it's going to disrupt the relationship. And I can really feel that it built the relationship here and it created even a, a more openness such that we've actually had more feedback rich conversations since I did that with this leader. So it's been, it's, it's opened an intimacy and connection inside of this relationship. That's been really, really fruitful. Ah, that's, that's really powerful, Doug. Thanks for sharing that live on the air. You're welcome. Yeah. With your few, few hundred or a thousand listeners. Thanks for pointing that out. (laughs) I appreciate that. And remember that we have two uh, survey links in our show notes, one for our listeners to share what they think of our podcast and a second to vote on the 2019 episode content, uh, episode topics. Yeah. And Doug, I'm even more excited to hear what tips our listeners may have to share with us in the village. So just a reminder that we are launching new mini episodes called Mini Insights every other week. And in each of these bite-sized episodes, we will read or play audio from our listener mail. Yeah. So listeners, go to podcast.davidaway.com and find out how you can submit your listener mail. And you can also find the link if you click on our show notes. It will be there and you can just go right to it. So I have one last thing, Doug. Okay. Today is my husband Steve's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Steve. Yeah, he's a big fan of the show and mostly because I make him listen to every episode, sometimes twice. And a wonderful, he's a wonderfully supportive life partner. So I want to give him a quick shout out and say happy birthday, honey. Awesome. Happy birthday, Steve. We're also approaching uh, in the United States here a holiday called Thanksgiving. So um, in in this holiday time, we often share gratitude. So I wanted to take a moment, Grace, and say thank you for just being such an awesome partner and co-host on these podcasts. It's been it's been really incredible. Oh, thanks, Doug. And right back at you. I feel like we have really gotten closer in our relationship with this podcast and wouldn't trade it for a thing. So thanks for that. And Doug, on behalf of both of us, I do want to thank our core podcast team, Jessa Liu, Nick Ramsey, Peng Her, Anna Fields, Carrie Lundy, Shay Jordan, Lauren Kemp, and David Mastin. And yes, it takes a lot of people for to make us sound this good, Doug. Yeah. And finally, uh, we can't, we, we shouldn't end without thanking our listeners. So thank you listeners. Really appreciate your being here and uh and and you're clicking on that those links and telling us what you think thanks all right let's end with a one for all all for one